You know, there's a Nightmare on Main coming up. Nightmare on Main, All Hallows' Eve Creeping Through Time. And one of my favorite creepy people joins me this morning. It's Beverly York to talk about this annual event called Nightmare on Main. I've been to these, and they're really, really well done. Bev, welcome, man, and good to see you today. And Thank you. Tell the folks what Nightmare on Main is all about. Well, good morning, everybody. And uh, Nightmare on Main is actually going to be Nightmare on Crescent Street this year. Um, we took that name as our... As our uh, name when we started and our logo, Nightmare on Main, but um, we haven't always been on Main Street. Nightmare on Main, and this year the theme is All Hallows' Eve, Creeping Through Time, is a haunted tour, and it's not really gory or horror. That's We don't do that. We do creepy and mysterious and we base our themes loosely on history, so we're doing historical events. And this year we're doing sort of the history of Halloween. How did it get to be from 3,000 years ago when the, the, uh, the Druids were, perhaps, and the Celts were um, worried about the evil spirits coming to get them. So they built fires and they wore masks to disguise themselves. And they sacrificed people, um, and they did everything they could to appease the uh, spirits that were going to come and get them. And then through the years, how do we celebrate from then? And the, the carved gourds, which were also supposed to be ma masks of some sort, um, through to today, the ways that we celebrate today. So that's our theme, and we are going, we're actually the biggest uh, Halloween event in the area. We're going to have six nights, um, fr all Fridays and Saturdays, October 6, 7, 13, 14, 2021. And um, so, yeah, we're doing it. We're all, our venue is new. We are going to be at the Eastern Connecticut Veterans Community Center on Crescent Street. The event will be somewhat inside, some inside and some outside. So it's rain or shine. And boy, do I feel sad about all the things that have been rained out. Some of our events were rained out this year. A lot of rain. <laughs> Bev, how many people are involved in this production? Uh, this year, about 35 people are in it. Yeah. Who are these people? Are they ghosts and goblins and ghouls? <laughs> they are people who are crazy about Halloween. Um, and we have a few people who have uh, done some professional acting, but most of ours are amateurs and community people who just love Halloween and love to be in part of a show like this. And so they, we write our own scripts, we make our own sets, our own props. Um, that's usually pretty spectacular, what we try to do is with the sets. And, uh, and the people learn the scripts and we rehearse. It's sometimes not enough, but we, <laughs> um, we get there. And uh, so it's a real community event. It's volunteers putting this on to raise money for a good cause. Is this interactive? Like, can you actually speak to the ghosts and ghouls and goblins? There are some opportunities for interactive, absolutely. Um, I will tell you it probably is not a good idea to eat any of the candy from the candy lady. Th those look pretty pretty gross. But, but yeah, a lot of it is interactive. Well, is there, there going to be a lid on this 
plate or whatever to make sure that people don't eat the candy? <laughs> well, the things are, it's creepy crawly a little bit. So, um, <laughs> what would you say would be the minimum age that a youngster should be to attend this? Is it is it a case where you could be too young to attend something which might spook them? We say that this is not for little children. This is for maybe 10 and up, um, and teenagers and adults of all ages. But it, this is not for, it's not a show for little children. Um, and it's, it's mis- mystery. There's nothing, I mean, uh, there are a few kids that come, but, but that's not recommended. It's not a, not a kid's show. It's not that kind of a Halloween event. Well, all right, equal time for the other end of the age spectrum. Are you telling me that when older people go to Nightmare on Main, All Hallows' Eve, creeping through time, they should be sure to have fresh batteries in their pacemakers? <laughs> well, it's not horror. And in the 10 years we've been doing this around town, I don't think we've had uh, anybody uh, that... Uh, <laughs> that had actually i think one person did leave one time but basically it's not it's not horror so we shouldn't have any problems with the pacemakers how far away do you find people come to this event i'm guessing this isn't just a greater wyndham clientele you're right so we have we're one of the major events in northeast connecticut for halloween um but people do come from all over we are listed on the connecticut haunted um halloween site so people come from all over the state there are which is one of the reasons why we start early in october there are people who go to halloween events every weekend and there are some really big ones in the hartford and new haven area but we're, we're the biggest thing in this region and uh, we have a lot of people who come every year that's why we've added an extra show, because last year we pretty much sold out, and we had to turn people away for the first time. So we have six nights, and we would really love it if people would go to spooktober.org and purchase their tickets online. And this is, um, it's better for the visitor, because they won't have to wait around in line until there's a available show. It's also, we're parking in a neighborhood, so we have sort of limited parking, and um, it would just be easier all around if people had a specific ticket for a specific night and time. Then they're guaranteed to get there to get in, and uh, we won't have a lot of people waiting in lines. Years ago, we had complaints. I have to wait an hour and a half to get in. <laughs> well, not anymore. You can get your tickets online. Spooktober.org. Um brings you to the um, America Museum site, and there's a, a click on events, and there you can buy your tickets for the different nights. Is there also access to a map and or directions? There are a few people around here who have not been on Crescent, Crescent Street who don't exactly know where it is. It's basically on Pleasant Street, a little south of Pleasant Street, but uh, where, 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 how do people get there? So... It's three blocks when you go over the Frog Bridge from Main Street. You go over the Frog Bridge, and you take a left, and then it's your third right, and then it's your first right. Um, There is, on Pleasant Street, or as it turns into Route uh, Wyndham Road there somewhere, 
there's a ball field, a very active ball field, um, and that you turn right by the ball field. This was the Oak School. It was built by the American Thread Company in the 1890s. It was a school till the 1960s. My dad went there. A lot of people in the neighborhood actually went there. Um, and then it was the Wyndham Senior Center for many years, the, Win the McSweeney Regional Senior Center. Um, and then, of course, everybody, many, most of the listeners will know that we have a brand new senior center right here at Jolson Square. And so the building was vacant for about a year and a half, and we're very grateful that the town of Wyndham, the council, and Jim Rivers has um, allowed it to become a veterans community center. We have a lot of veterans in our area, hundreds and hundreds, and now they have a community center where they can have their Wednesday morning coffee house and a lot of services and counselors meet with counselors to get their benefits and all kinds of good things. So on Crescent Street, at 47 Crescent Street, is the Veterans Center. And the Nightmare on Main is going to be at that site, at the, at the Veterans Community Center. And also, the money we raise, every year we raise money for a nonprofit, and the money we raise will go to the Veterans Center this year. Um, we have the, the building for the veterans, but it has no funding. So Nightmare on Main actually... Um, Every, a lot of people in the show have veterans in their families or active military. And so everybody thought, what a great idea to help the vets this year. That's where I was going next. I'm trying to connect the dots here between this Halloween show, Nightmare on Main, which is actually Nightmare on Crescent, and the Veterans Center. Is it possible that of that cast of 30 or so that maybe some of them are actual veterans? Do you get some of them as well, besides the family members you just spoke of? We do. And one of our our committee, so we have a committee of people that work on, that sort of run the thing and, and uh, inspire everybody else to work. Um, we've been with us for several years, Sandy Proctor and, and Jen Allen. But adding to our committee this year is Charlie Pruitt. Now, Charlie Pruitt um, is the son of another very famous Charlie Pruitt that that many of the listeners know. He'd been on the radio many, many times, um, who lived to 102, I believe. Well, his son is Charlie Pruitt, and he is um, not only a vet and a world-traveled and worldwide teacher, um, did a lot of things in the footsteps of his dad, um, but he is also a Halloween crazy nut his house is decorated for halloween i've i've so i've been told kind of like year round he uh you know has uh, skeletons sitting in the living room and i don't know that's what i've heard anyway he is a vet and he is one of the active vets at the center and he is doing um an amazing job decorating the scenes that he's working on yeah so we do have a vet and like i said many of the other people have vets in their families yeah i just had him on a couple months ago talking about the oppenheimer movie because his parents not just his dad but also his mom virginia worked on that manhattan project that included the bomb and right. ironically the father who passed away at 102 as you said um, he, he became an anti-war activist. He was so upset by what that thing did to humanity that he just he changed things altogether. So right. this uh, th this event coming up the uh, next three weekends, Friday and Saturday, starting on October the 6th, 
in the past, because I've been to some of your shows, that you could just show up, and you alluded to this earlier, but you could just show up and take the next available opening. Can people still do that? Um, yes, if we have tickets available, people will be able to still show up and, and get a ticket at the next available show. If we have tickets available, let's go there. Right. Might this sell out? So getting an advanced ticket would be a really good idea. I think it's a really good idea. Um, and I think it's because we don't want people to be inconvenienced by waiting. We don't want there to be way too many cars parking in the neighborhood. Um, so if possible, to get a, an advanced ticket would be great. But we do expect that we will have a few people show up at the door, yes. And when people do show up, either with reservation or at the door, sometimes do they come dressed for the occasion? We actually have had people come in costume, um, sometimes even for the theme. But, uh, yeah, we welcome that. Um, we will, would... will you be selling those T-shirts, Bev? Tell the people what you're wearing right now. <laughs> So I have on a Nightmare on Main t-shirt, and it has our sort of our logo, which is a circle with a candle that has just been snuffed out. It's got the wax dripping down. And the down. wax is dripping down. <laughs> that's tremendous. And, uh, yeah, so that's our, that's our logo. That's terrific. It's a great event. And uh, what I like what you said in the first couple of minutes here is that, yeah, it's, it's fun, it's spooky and all that. But there's also a little bit of local, historical, and maybe just general historical value in it as well. So It's like going to history class. Right, right. So if you come to this show, you will learn about um, the traditions of Halloween and how they started and how old they are or how creepy they are or how superstitious they were. Um, and so th it is. there is a lot of history. And um, sometimes we have done actual local history uh, in some of our different themes. When we did Ghost, we did do Elizabeth Shaw, the people who played in that scene. She's the ghost that haunts Wyndham Center Inn. The people I who played... By, I passed by her this morning. Wasn't she wandering up by Wyndham High School? <laughs> she haunts Wyndham Center. <laughs> I thought she walked up there, too. <laughs> I think she's out of high school by now. <laughs> But we had the people in her scene were actually the people who live in that house in the house where she was raised. And wasn't she hanged? What happened to her? She was hanged. She uh -huh. was hanged on Gallows Hill um, and convicted of killing her baby. Yeah. While I have you here, you gave me a flyer here. Historic murals of Wyndham. What's that about? So we, um, the Wyndham Arts. So I wear a couple different hats. Um, I'm with. Uh, Wyndham Arts, I'm with the American Museum, and I volunteer at the Vet Center. Um, so Wyndham Arts has a grant for these. There are murals on Main Street. They've been here for a few years. Ben Keller painted them, and they are the ones that are the old postcards. And um, we just got another grant from the Connecticut Humanities to take these, um, the interpretation of these murals to the next level. So you walk by, the one on Cupcake for Later is the, the famous white train. Um, the ghost train. The ghost train, that's yeah. right. That's right. And, but people don't know that. So now there is a QR code. You can put your phone up there, and you can hear the history. You can hear the song, Ghost Train. 
um, written who, who, by that famous yeah. Duke York. Yeah. <laughs> Was that the what is it, electric trains? Who performs that? They yeah. they used to perform yeah. that. That's right, exactly. And um, so you can uh, see it on QR, or we will have around town in the library in the town hall these printed brochures of the interpretation of all of the six murals. So people will get the history of the mills, the history of Main Street. Um, there's one of the footbridge. There's one of Park Springs. And um, the, the interpretation was done by um, Mike, Mike Mahoney. He did a great job. They have music. They're, they're wonderful. You can also go online. And um, you can hear the the interpretation online without even going, taking a stroll. But we certainly encourage people to stroll down Main Street and enjoy the murals. There are lots of murals um, done by lots of different people. Bev York, who wears lots of hats and also has a great T-shirt on this morning for Nightmare on Main, All Hallows' Eve, Creeping Through Time. It's not this weekend, but it starts next Friday, the 6th, and it's... Friday, Saturday, the 6th and 7th, 13th and 14th, 20th and 21st. And it goes on at the Eastern Connecticut Veteran Community Center, 47 Crescent Street, Willimantic. Get your tickets online at spooktober.org. You can also call 742-6143. I've been to these. They're really well done. Highly recommended. Thumbs up for Nightmare on Main, Nightmare on Crescent. Bev, always a pleasure to see you. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you so much, Wayne. Bev York, our guest on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.